Oh, whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Did you miss your hands when you clap? No, I clapped after two for some reason. Oh. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear fine. it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you can take that into account. It's the official podcast coming at you at episode number 289, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So, Jackson, what do you got for us today? Oh, today's a special day, Charlie. I knew you were going to call on me first, so I definitely prepared a topic of my own for this wonderful show this mm-hmm. evening. Um, Jurassic World, what's it called? Dominion. <laughs> it's the worst yeah. movie of the last year, definitely. It is so excruciatingly boring. I, I don't can know if you tell guys from the one scene that I watched. <laughs> what what <laughs> yeah. scene did you Char- see? Well, Charlie, can I tell this story? Or are you okay with me telling this? I already told the story. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're welcome. So this to man, this man, a couple days ago, he texts me and he says, I want to read it <laughs> verbatim because it is the most out of nowhere and funny thing I've gotten in a while. <laughs> so this man texts me and I quote, uh, unprompted, we weren't even talking earlier, unprompted. He says, I watched Jurassic World last night, but dozed off because it was so boring. But I woke up and saw a bat fly across the screen. <laughs> and now I've been freaking out about rabies. <laughs> Tiana thinks it could have been something in the movie. So I was hoping you could grab that and record the scene <laughs> where I saw the bat so I can know for sure. Super request, I know. Or super weird request, I know. This man Wait, thought a bat snuck into the movie theater and flew across the screen and no one cared or did anything. Wait, you thought it was in the movie? <laughs> well, Tiana suggested it made it because I was still like woozy because I was in and out of sleep. She thought maybe I was just waking up and confused something on screen for a bat. So, I got the same message sense. from him about the whole rabies thing, but he didn't yeah, include that out. bit. You, you well, yeah, said it was like in the corner of the fucking theater. I was like, what yeah, kind of rundown cinema screen, is this? It went across the screen into the curtains. That's what I thought I saw. Oh, so man. I asked if Andrew could download it for me and check. And Why I, and I did. you download it? <laughs> and I did. I was so curious because he, he comes at me with this fantastical tale. So I said, okay, now I have to see what the fuck he's talking about. It was snow. It was the snow moving the scene, across the, the screen during the snow s- scene. The scene had snow, and we don't know if it was me being half asleep thinking snow was a bat, or if it really was a bat. Oh, Why man. were you half asleep in the middle of a movie? Was it that Because the movie fucking sucks. Yeah, it was it terrible. It does fucking That's suck. Fair. It, it was really okay, bad. So My partner fell asleep down. doing it as well. It's, it's also so over. It it's also almost two and a half hours. It was really long. That's always the most. Eff- I'll say this till I die. It's always the most offensive thing when something so shit is also so long. Like it's so disrespectful. You, surely the people working on it had to know it was shit. So just cut it in half. <laughs> Let me get out of there as quick as possible. Yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> Fuck. Because here's the problem: if they're making it that long, it's offensive to me because, like. The rationale is they probably think it's good then, right? Because they're, they they want to make more of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just dumb. You... It's so, the, the ego of these Hollywood people. reason. What happens? Who's the bad dino guy now? It's the Giganotosaurus, a.k.a. the Joker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot well, about that. That's what they said, so he, like, what they said leading up to it. No. Does he hate society? That was a lie, again. I'm so sick of being lied to. He was not like the Joker at all. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he was nothing like the Joker. I wish he was like the Joker. 
Also, it was really weird because for the first time in like Jurassic Park and world history, I don't think there was really a dinosaur antagonist. He kind of just showed up at the end just to get killed by the T-Rex. Whoa, spoilers. Also, for the first time... Who fucking cares? Wait, isn't that what happened in the first movie? It got killed by the T-Rex? Well, yeah, but in the first movie, the dinosaurs are the problem. They're the conflict. In this movie, the dinosaurs, they don't play a role in the story at all. They just sometimes chase the characters, but that's it. Like, Mm. that's all. They don't... They're not actually central to the plot or anything... The most, the only like plot element is that these locusts that have been genetically engineered are destroying <laughs> crops. Why? Why is there genetically it's engineered fun. locusts? Why would you even do that? Because there's an evil genetic engineering company called Biosyn who made the locusts. Their name is called so Biosyn, and <laughs> no one thinks yeah. they're evil right off the bat. That's what made me. That's why they made me so mad. Because in the very beginning of the movie, they like the whole plot is so trash. There's two different it plots so basically, bad. but it's so bad. So what happens so is stupid. these lo- these locusts are eating crops. And it's like a giant plague, like one of like the seven plagues of Egypt or something. Like they're just destroying all the crops. And then the lady sees like crops that aren't destroyed and says, do you plant the same seeds as them? And then she says, no, those are biosyn seeds. She's like, oh, so biosyn seeds are immune to these locusts. Interesting. And biosyn's a, a genetic engineering company. Yeah, so they no have the dinosaur would... contract, by the way, from the government. So they, they, everyone knows they're working on like dinosaur genomes and shit. Yeah, and, and everyone knows these locusts are genetically engineered, <laughs> yeah. so it would, it's not a mystery. You immediately know Biosyn has to be behind it because their seeds aren't being attacked, but everything else is. It's so stupid. There's no actual, like, like stakes is the wrong word, but there's no actual intrigue because you already know Biosyn's engineering <laughs> these locusts immediately. But somehow five they minutes. don't. Somehow, That's like, the world doesn't. such a stupid fucking name for your evil organization, too. It's like if Apple rebranded as Rotten Apple or something. Like, no one would buy that product. Biosyn yeah, sounds really stupid. It's uh, Even in the world of the movie, though, everyone would know it's Biosyn. It takes literally one second of thinking. It's like, oh, genetically engineered crops are fine. From a genetically engineered menace that are attacking everything but those crops. Maybe the company that makes those <laughs> seeds is behind it. No, we can't possibly know. We'll have to send ourselves into their facility yeah, in we can an get espionage <laughs> mission to get proof directly from the uh, directly from the specimens there. They had to, so they went there to this facility just to extract blood from the specimens there, even though there's a bunch of uh, locusts on the outside. I didn't understand that at all. That's oh all they did when they got there. There's thousands of locusts out in the world because it's going to be an ecological burning, disaster yeah. and a worldwide famine. But for some reason, they go right to the source of it to take a fucking sample. And I'm pr- I initially thought she was just taking a picture of the locust at the Biosyn facility because she pulls out, like, her phone as the <laughs> yeah. guy's, like, holding the locust. It's so stupid. It's so unbelievably stupid. <laughs> the whole movie is so stupid. Uh, so fucking obviously, obviously, spoilers for this movie. Oh, I don't, no. I, I, Not sure. I really don't care. Fucking world. If, if you're actually... If I'm doing you a favor, if you're excited to go into this movie, you're going to be disappointed. So hearing it th- this way is probably for the best. Um, so eventually, though, they wanted to have like a climatic uh, third arc of the movie. So what they do is in that scene where they're, um, you know, getting the DNA from the from the locust in the facility afterwards, they break out of their containment and the evil guy like burns them all. He puts, like, a flamethrower on them, which is, like, he's trying to wipe out the evidence, basically. He's trying to, like, 
destroy all of the uh, locusts so that it can't be pinned, pinned on them. Um, so he, he puts like a flamethrower machine on in their containment center, burns all the locusts, but somehow they fucking escape from the facility <laughs> and rain like me- like meteors all over the dinosaurs on the outside, the dinosaurs and the people and the, and the landscape outside. So they just really wanted there to be like a meteor symbolism for the final act. So they actually like contrived up a scenario where the locusts are on fire. It was so fucking dumb. <laughs> I get it's it so because bad. that wiped out the dinos. So are the locusts <laughs> an actual threat to the dinos? Well, they're a threat no. to the world. Yeah, like ecology, oh, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. guess. We only ever really see them destroy one farm, though. <laughs> yeah. But it was a special farm. God, that oh, but it was so fucking awful. The movie was just so good, though. We got to see our favorite characters back since the first movie, and they were electric on screen. I was happy to see them back. Jeff Goldblum's in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's slowly becoming too self-aware, in my opinion. I feel like he's been self-aware for the last, like, ten years. Like, he usually just takes roles going, yeah, I'm gonna Jeff Goldblum this. True. Yeah, (laughs) I guess guess it's just getting a bit tired to me. Like, Mm. I I was thinking the same thing. Mm. I was thinking the exact... Every line he delivers is delivered like Jeff Goldblum parody. Every single fucking line he has in this movie, it's so silly. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's well run its course now. No, You know what's funny to me, Charlie? They fucked up their own, like, world building. Because in the first Jurassic World movie, you know how Chris Pratt does the whole hands-up thing to tame Blue? Oh my god, and then every character in this movie does it every time they see yeah, a dinosaur? So now, the, the whole point of that hand gesture, like, putting his hand up to, like, stop Blue, was the fact that he had built, like, this strong relationship with Blue. That's what that was conveying. But now it's just a like a superhero symbol to stop dinosaurs in their tracks. Yeah, that, and it works every time. Human. Yeah, that throws every away the fucking entire time. fucking tension because the idea was Chris Pratt was the only one who learned to respect them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. so, oh, there's no there's no tension in this movie at, at all. There's no <laughs> stakes, no tension, no no yeah, like Jesus. edgier seat moment because you know no one's gonna die. There's no nothing concerning even the like. Oh, for fuck's sake. There's a, di- there's a moment where the Giganet... Whatever the... Giganotosaurus. Yeah, Where the Jokosaurus is, like, circling around a car slowly towards all seven main characters, just, like, following them around the car, doing absolutely nothing because Chris Pratt has his hands up in, a, like, a... Uh, in that pose. There's no tension whatsoever. And then for some reason, they just have to have him fight the T-Rex at the end, even though no one gives a fuck. And of course they do the fucking thing where the T-Rex dies, but then opens its eyes at the end as well and gets back up. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was cool. That, I actually <laughs> liked that scene because it was a tag team fight. They got out like this I don't, like Wolverine dinosaur with these giant fucking claws, and the T-Rex like... Headbutts the the Jokosaurus into him and just skewers him. <laughs> it was really pretty cool. <laughs> I actually I, I really enjoyed their final fight, and I love the cheesy line they delivered right before it. Because the, the the Giganotosaurus and the T Rex were like circling each other around the humans, and then I don't remember who it was. One of them was like, "This isn't meant for us." So then they all split off in different directions away from the fight to watch. It was really pretty cool. I thought. Oh, the, dinos- the the Edward Scissorhands dinosaur that you're talking about, Terrazinosaurus. Um, there was a cool scene, it was slightly cool, probably like the probably the coolest scene in the movie where he was stalking Claire through the forest. 
that I guess could have had tension because it, it was kind of like a, a horror, not not horror, but it was a tense tense scene for most people, I would say, and unless you know that Therizinosaurus is a vegetarian or herbivore. So there was actually no tension at all there. He was just, he was just following her for some fucking reason. I don't think they knew it was probably a herbivore. Because he, like, slaughtered a goat for some reason, which was dumb. Oh, man. I love the way it fights because it just slaps things with its giant claws. It was pretty yeah. cool. It impales the dinosaur at the end. Yeah. I will say... Also, it does like this. this. No, no, no. The no, dinosaur no. fighting, I actually liked, yeah. I thought it was probably some of the best in the series so far. Yeah, the visuals were fairly good. And unfortunately, um, this movie's going to make a shitload of money just because that's oh, what yeah. most audiences want. I feel like most people oh, are going to be bored, the audience loves though. this. Mm. No, this is one of those rare instances where the audience is, like, loving this movie. It has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Oh, my God, oh, really? God. The critics gave it 30%. No, wait, it's got a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not the audience score. That oh always my God, blows my right. mind. How? How? What? <laughs> wow! Yeah, the audience loves this. Holy shit! <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna keep making these guys. It's so <laughs> fucking bad. I will say it was sold out when I went, but it was opening night <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, let's let's get a little like key into the audience here. One of the most upvoted reviews on Rotten Tomatoes is the movie was good. I liked how everyone came together and knew about each other. Five stars. <laughs> is that a bot? That's a real human. It's Tanya G. You don't real know. people. I know. It's no. A, it's See, so okay. This is a good segue because I wanted to talk about AI. Sure. On this episode, but I think this is it. This is the application that they're going to use it for. They're just going to rent their fucking AI slave bots out to movie companies so they can spam Rotten Tomatoes with fake reviews that say Jurassic Park is good. Yeah, that's why I can't take the AI threat too seriously, because I can see where we currently are with bots and stuff, and they're just dumb. (laughs) I love these fucking reviews. Do not listen to the people who said this movie was absolutely bad. This movie was amazing. New dinosaurs. Kidnapping. Technology. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's the I, I three of a good movie. I'm I'm honestly kind of envious of people that live that simple of a yeah. life where it's like technology <laughs> five stars. Or, or even, like even when they get just excited that a dinosaur shows up on screen that yeah. like a new dinosaur shows up on screen for a little bit. I can't I just can't even wrap my head around that kind of excitement. Like, oh fuck dinosaur <laughs> kidnapping. Ah! <laughs> I, I wish I lived simply like that too sometimes Same. where you just had no standards. You just liked everything. Well, I, they have to be old people or children. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. God, I fucking wish, man. Every Probably time I just children. wish I was the fucking moron. Just everything was great. The world was always sunny. What are they? What do we call them? Just They're just called consumers, right? Ignorance. Yeah, consumers. Yeah. Ignorant consumers, mm-hmm. ignorance is bliss, whatever saying you want to slap on that. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm willing to bet that the these people... So yeah, I'm willing to bet most of these people just haven't seen better movies or don't understand what makes a better movie. It makes me so sad, though, because you could be enjoying these kinds of movies with actually good scripts. Yeah. But we just accept so much shit. I, I, I honestly think it's real. the opposite. 
I I think the opposite of you, Andrew. I think mm. they see so many movies that they just want the same shit over oh. and over again. It's like a comfort food. So like they get excited every time. I can see that Why? too. I uh, yeah, yeah, people who just mass consume, so they just yeah. they just get that dopamine like little dopamine hit when they they're the same people that clap at Star Wars when Luke Skywalker walks in. Well, I think I think that element is wanting to be a part of like a community thing. Like you want to be clapping along with other people. You want to feel involved in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. And I could get the it from Jurassic that angle. Park community. Oh, the There's, Dino community. There's a big yeah. Dino community. They have a huge seven to nine year old market. No, it's getting older now. <laughs> it's, Jackson. I mean, it's aging up with me. Really, <laughs> Jackson, you're skewing the curve. I still like dinosaurs. They can't ruin dinosaurs for me. It, oh, every community yes, that can. I'm a, <laughs> that I'm like any community that has a niche that I'm interested in is getting ruined currently. Like Star Wars as well. Yeah, you're kind of like a like a plague upon these like communities. Holy shit, Jackson! You're right. Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Halo, Mass Effect. The list goes on. Oh, yeah, everything you yeah. like is turning to shit. <laughs> I don't know. Stop it, Jackson! <laughs> Cut it out! It's not me. I'm cursed. It's like the entertainment gods. You better, you better, like hope that I don't attach myself to your your uh, universe. How's Destiny going? Destiny's in a good place, actually. Okay, you should stop Destiny playing now. it. Knock on wood. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to be ruined. <laughs> it goes through phases, though. It has been ruined in the past. Oh <laughs> so yeah, it's coming around. These reviews aren't even good bots, like. Look at this one from Paul Y. Great movie and love old Easter eggs and homage to all movies and franchise. <laughs> it's really loved all the Easter eggs. You know what it is? It's probably like how children like to feel they're smart. Like they like to be told that they were correct. It's like if if you understood the reference in this movie, you feel proud of yourself. Maybe yeah. that's why people like it. A hundred percent. People love references. Yeah. I saw that all over the place when I when I was seeing like what everyone else was saying. I saw some people be like, oh, I loved all of the homages to the franchise and the callbacks. It really made the movie super special. I'm getting so sick of that, man. I I want original fucking properties to come out. I feel like as time goes on, it's becoming more and more about reboots and fucking references. I want new stuff. It can be in the same franchise and still not rely on references References, and homages Well, that's that's what I mean, yeah. You generate a new movie, and then instead of having it be a reboot of an old thing we've already done, or a, like crammed with references to other stuff, make it a new thing in the same universe. Like fucking, yeah, yeah. like Star Wars is the worst offender. Like, why do we need the fucking Han Solo movie, and then also a TV show about Obi Wan before? Lo- like, why don't we just make a new set of characters? Star Wars is such a big, interesting universe. Just generate a totally new story. It doesn't need to always connect back to Darth Vader through nine fucking points of relevance. It's boring. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Speaking of Obi-Wan, uh, that show sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, Those chase scenes are the episode. best chase scenes in television history. It's uh, <laughs> The chase scenes are probably the best part of the fucking show right <laughs> they're now. They're so, so good. It's so bad. They're, well, chasing well, a child wait, and they're, they're, they're chasing a child and they're hit by a small branch. And he goes, damn it, yeah. I can't continue this pursuit anymore. It's fucking awful. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Jackson is well, Jackson made me watch one episode with him for the Patreon and I still maintain that I I don't think Jackson wanted to make fun of it. I, I think you just legitimately wanted somebody to watch it with you. <laughs> so you tricked me. No, I it's fun watching stuff with you. 
Oh, thank Aww. you. Not that, that show. Though. The show is just bad, though. It is it is sad to see what's happened because I think Ewan McGregor is a cool Obi Wan, but this show is awful. What what it, what's all right? We can can we talk about spoilers then? Because I want to know what you're referencing in particular. Uh, the most recent episode, episode four, when there's the uh, uh the fight, the the cool fight with the. I haven't seen it. Okay, I'll just describe it then. This isn't really spoilery. There's a fight that breaks out. Obi-Wan is cornered by two stormtroopers and a seeker droid, but Ewan McGregor's kind of old, so he can't do a lot of his cool moves, so what ends up happening is the stormtroopers and the seeker droid just keep missing at point blank, (laughs) and then eventually the stormtrooper and seeker droid shoot each other around Obi-Wan, and then Obi-Wan starts deflecting the stormtrooper's bolts, but not because he's moving his lightsaber, it's because the stormtrooper just keeps shooting his lightsaber, which is held static in front of his head. He doesn't really do much movement, I guess, Why? because he doesn't want to move that much. And then he kills that stormtrooper. It's like a it's like a one Isn't minute be cool. What? Yeah, it's supposed to be cool. It's like Obi Wan's back in business, baby. He's he's here again. So is it just poor action direction or? Oh, it's so it? bad. Yeah, it is beyond poor uh, choreography here. Well, I, was... I, I guess that makes sense since the whole chase scenes have been really bad. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> really bad. And then at the end of the episode, which is what a lot of people are criticizing because it's super silly, uh, in order to escape a hostile area with with the girl, with Le- this is a spoiler now, but whatever, with uh, <laughs> Leia, he gets a large trench coat and a hat and he puts Leia in the trench coat and walks with her out with it. <laughs> That's the whole cries. scene. Uh... <sighs> Why do we Jurassic World just need to go on like a ten year break? Why do we need to know every single facet of every tiny step of what Obi Wan did before the movies? The whole point of Episode Four is Obi Wan was a character shrouded with mystique and a strange past. That was the whole point. God damn it! I'm so sick of this. It's such a yeah, it's no, so It's just so fucking bad. They don't even try. They really don't even try. Well, that's that's what entertainment businesses do, though. It, it's a it's it's the system. You make one good thing. Well, mm-hmm. this is the goal anyway. You want to make one good thing to attract a large audience, and then you milk that shit till it's dry. What people don't yeah. realize in these fucking positions is people want a continuation. They don't want like the same thing redone without anything somewhat new. Like I, I you get- say that. Well, no, I get I get when you have a universe and you can throw in references and other cheap things to make people like entertained by it. But so many franchises just fucking spin themselves in the ground because like they go to make a sequel and there's just nothing to it. It's just the same shit over and over and over again. So tired yeah, you of say it. That, you say that, but we've already established that people love this. I know. But this is also how they die. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <Sucks>. awful? <laughs> Fucking sucks. <laughs> Can I just read Jeez. another Jurassic World review to cheer myself up? Please. I found a good yeah, one. Please. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's nice to know that there are people out there that are enjoying it. This has five stars. Oh, R- related to other Jurassic Saga? Yes. Old cast from other Jurassic Saga? Yes. Cursing? <laughs> yes. Funny? <laughs> Some parts? Yes. <laughs> Some parts. That's the whole review. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't even funny enough to fucking get a yes from this guy. This fucking robot. 
Oh, it's related to the other saga. That's five stars. That is five stars. And cursing, yes. It has cursing, yes. <laughs> that is pretty fucking epic. Gotta love that. Some parts are funny. Yes. Yes, some parts, though, not all. <laughs> no, no, no. I, w- I want to know which parts weren't funny to him. <laughs> uh, There's a couple jokes that just fell flat. Well, they just went over his head. He didn't understand it. I truly wonder what it's going to take for a major franchise like this to get a unanimously hated movie. Like, do they need to make it an hour of Chris Pratt, like, taking a shit in front of the camera? No, I can tell you what it is. I can tell you what it is. You just need to have a creator that is, like, a social pariah. Because look what happened with J.K. Rowling and then mm. Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, Whoa, and, and, to and, be yeah. fair, to be fair, that movie is absolutely atrocious on its own. Yeah, but right. so is this. That's a good question, though. Imagine there's a new Star Wars and it's really competent and it's about new characters and the story's good, but it's made by a social pariah. Do you think people would unanimously hate it and it would bomb? No. Nah. No. Are you crazy? Yeah. People would pick sides. If, like, okay, you no, could have no. the same movie directed once by, like, Johnny Depp and then by Amber Heard, and people would pick sides. What? If you took a social I, pariah, like Amber Heard, you could still have that bitch, like, direct the movie right now, and it would still be popular, I think. Yeah, I don't still think a lot well. of people would genuinely give a shit on, like... No, I completely disagree. These, these movies are built off the backs of the passionate communities that are terminally online. These are the most invested communities in the media age if you have a social pariah at the helm of them that's going to bleed through the community and cause them to like turn away from it in because they're so connected do you think so because like i mean the average movie goer do you think he's aware of like drama when he goes to the movies like some fucking soccer mom with her little daughter going to see Dumbledore do you think she I think the casual audiences only hear about it because of all the noise generated by the passionate fans hmm I think it's I the 150 so. million dollars of marketing is why they hear about the movie 100 <laughs> well, wait this, <laughs> why, this is a, why the secrets of Dumbledore fail then because no one wanted it. The the one before it was bad. Also, there wasn't a lot of marketing behind Secrets of Dumbledore. Most people didn't know it came out. I, I think but you're why? doing... Ex- what do you mean, why? Why was there no marketing? Was it because the creator was a social pariah now? Very I, possibly. I mean, that, I, I mean, that might be the case, but that's still not the, the community doing it. They just didn't know about it. But uh, It's I was a byproduct say, of the is- community. That's what I'm saying. The community causes business decisions to be made. Mm, I don't... You know what? Did it even fail? Did the movie even fail? Let's see. That was a good question. But I was going to say, the casual. this is exactly what uh, they just did with Morbius, where people overestimate the power of, like, the internet reach. There's still a huge disconnect between internet and casual. Like, most people... And, and Secrets of Dumbledore didn't fail. It made $400 million. It doubled its budget. Oh, thank you. That is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. It did, it, it, well, it is it a did only make $40 million on opening, though. I'm curious, what's the downward trend from the other movies? Dude, I don't know, but again, keep in mind also that, that, that could four hundred million about... could still be a failure in the eyes of the uh, the publisher. Let's see what Crimes of Grindelwald pulled in. It pulled in six fifty, so yeah, it was a lot more popular. But this one was also really bad. People hated it, so they probably weren't going to see the third one. Well, also, it's been around for years and years. Like four, four years, years yeah. of a head start, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure what this one will crack 650 at some point. Oh, <laughs> Morbius. Morbius. 150. <laughs> Morbius is an interesting one. 
It didn't really have a social pariah in that one. Morbius has a 71% most people care that much. Like, do you really? They okay, don't. Also, keep in mind, you're talking about a very tiny minority in like America. Do you think some Brazilian mm-hmm. movie goer gives a shit about Amber Heard and her drama? I think like, most box office still comes from America, though. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Could be. I'm pretty sure it does because most other countries, I think, apart from like Europe, probably like pirate most of it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just think I claim to prove. (laughs) I just think most (laughs) of the box office comes from the U.S. Actually, it's the opposite. The majority of the box office comes from international. We have movie theaters in Turkey too, Jackson. We don't all have to just pirate shit. America doesn't have a monopoly on movie theaters. I just yeah, realized what a fucking backhanded thing that was to say. In Turkey, yeah, they have a little town. Dumb. They have a town square and they have a projector, and some guy just sets up his laptop with the pirated movie, and like four thousand people show up to watch it. Yeah, yeah, you can only watch the authentic copy in America. Everything else is bootleg. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I. I if, all right, so my logic for that was, why would movies from uh, why would movies be directed towards an American audience then? Like, all right, let me, let me give you a counterpoint then, Jackson. There. If you're confused about I that, I my sentence. Why would you? It doesn't matter. Why would you go to a <laughs> wedding without a suit from Indochino? <laughs> What's with your attitude today? <laughs> <laughs> you're so bitchy. I'm really tired. Who's got the? Me or him? <laughs> I feel like we're Oh, no, I was issues. talking about Jackson. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh in that case, I'm spry and awake. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jackson, we're approaching the 30-minute mark. I have to work this in. I have to. Yes, yes, yes. Please tell me about suits. I will. If you're going to the premiere of the next Star Wars cash-in, or maybe you want to make Jurassic Park World Dominion 2, bigger dinosaur, bigger cursing, a big event for the family. Yes. Perhaps you should wear a custom-fitted suit from Indochino. It's going to make you look yes. great. It's going to make you feel confident. You're going to enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. You're going to be able to choose every detail on your suit, the shirt, the dinner jacket, and more at, here's the keyword here, affordable prices. Let me tell you something. I bought a suit like four years ago. I think it was for 2019, guy, wasn't it, Charlie? I, do you remember? Uh, I don't think you bought a suit for it, but you did have a suit. Uh, yeah, I might have bought it before then, but I bought it because the idea was, I was like, I want to just have this for, like, when I need a suit, because why not? I, I just need one. You really only need one. And I've had to, like, alter it and get it cleaned and all this shit. And it's like, suits are expensive. Just straight up. When you buy a suit, if you buy it from a suit store, they are expensive. They can get fucking pricey. It is shocking. I'm wearing a t-shirt right now. I think I paid $7 for because it was on sale. And I am more comfortable in this than most suits. What the fuck? Fuck suits. But if you go with Indochino, it's going to be tailor fitted to you. You're going to get your choice of fabrics. It's going to start at just $4.29, which for a suit is pretty fucking reasonable. Go to a suit mm-hmm. store. See how much a full suit's going to cost you. Straight up, do some comparisons. You will lose like your at shit. at least $2,000, right? <laughs> you could see Jurassic World Dominion like 500 times before you could afford a suit. They're crazy. But if you want to get it personalized, you can. If you want to check out the fact they're always adding new pieces and options, you can do that. You can explore all of their different 
styles, all their different fabrics, all their everything. You can also get $50 off of any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code OFFICIAL at Indochino.com. That's $50 off of a purchase of $400 or more at Indochino.com, promo code OFFICIAL. If you've got a big day coming up, get the perfect look with Indochino. And look! It's the next ad. I didn't even have to preface it. I didn't even have to say anything leading into it because you can hear me saying it. You can hear me saying this ad. And you're going to wonder, well, what does that matter to me? I live in America where we get Jurassic World on launch day and I don't have to watch it in the town square where Euromesh or whatever his name is (laughs) pirates it from his fucking BitLocker (laughs) server. Well, that's because you live in America, you asshole. You insensitive fuck. Think about all the starving people, all the terrible people starve for internet data because they don't have ExpressVPN. Think about all the people who have Netflix and they go, let me watch American show number six, blocked. Okay, well, let me watch UK comedy number four, blocked. Let me watch uh, Japanese anime number 506, blocked. Isn't that terrible? Do you want to live that Mm -hmm. life? No. Mm Mm-mm. You want ExpressVPN because you can control which country you're in and hop on whatever Netflix you want. We just had an episode a couple weeks ago about how this is becoming oversaturated and over fucking complicated. If you want to watch a show, you got to check which provider it's on and if it's available in your country and where you can find it and how you sign up for it and what service. It doesn't matter. Get ExpressVPN, change to one of 90 different countries and hop on any fucking service. You'll eventually find one where it's going to have what you want. So you don't have to sign up for a million different places. You don't have to fuck around with a million different programs or backdoor entries or use your brother's password on your cousin's fucking Netflix account or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just use ExpressVPN. On top of that, secure data, super fast connections, works on your phone, laptop, smart TVs. Why not use it? Stop paying full price for streaming services only to get a fraction of the content. Get your money's worth with expressvpn.com slash official. Don't forget to use the link so you can get three extra months for free. EXPRESSVPN.com slash official. Expressvpn.com slash official. You're probably worn out by now. You're probably fucking tired of hearing I'm me ready talk. For bed. You're ready to go to sleep. You've probably <laughs> just gotten fed up with my stupid fucking voice. Well, that's too goddamn bad because I'm going to lull you into sleep on a Helix sleep mattress. Are you sleeping yet? You should be. Because if you were in a Helix sleep mattress right now, you would be asleep. Because you would relax. You would fall comfortably into that mattress saying, well, thank God I took the Helix sleep quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches my body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for me. My God, I know that Helix mattresses are unique and come in soft, medium, firm, and large and designed to cool down in the summer. I know for a fact that if I'm looking for the mattress, I I don't even need to worry if it's a good mattress or not because it's the best mattress pick of GQ and Wired Magazine in 2020. I don't need to think about anything else. I can fill my fucking brain with gray noise and white static because I took the quiz at helixsleep.com slash official and oh my my neck is oddly supported what what the fuck is going on it's not on the mattress itself it seems to be floating on something of pure comfort are those are those two free pillows oh wait a minute Mm. what's this what's this under my mattress is that two hundred dollars that I I saved no no, 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 it couldn't be, but it is. 
Helix is offering $200 off on all mattress orders and two free pillows. If you go to oh. helixsleep.com slash like official. Fairy. It's the mattress fairy. That's right. They're not offering the mattress fairy. She works for Helix Sleep. You can't have her, but you can have her <laughs> magical power of $200 off and two free pillows. Just take the two-minute sleep quiz, figure out what mattress is good for you, and go to helixsleep.com slash official. You know, go take the quiz even if you're not going to buy it. It's, it's fun. It's a fun quiz. It's, a, it's like those BuzzFeed quizzes you get to figure out what mattress you are. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Go check it out. And then yeah. buy it. And go go make a custom suit, even if you're not planning on buying it, too. Just hop in there, give them your measurements. Fuck around with it. Go, go pirate movies and video games, even if you don't plan on watching them. Do you, just do do you it think there's NRT a person sync? out there that just goes around to all of these services and try, like, it, it does those quizzes and stuff like that? And all of the, like... Probably. Yeah. All, yeah. There's uh, a I reason there, is. there has to be. There's a reason BuzzFeed makes so many of them. They're just so effective yeah. at getting your attention because you just you're, you're like you have to know. I have to know what's my answer. What do I get? God, it's been so pervasive for so long. It's still a thing. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's been a. Well, it, that's a been nice around since. That's been around since like 1.0 internet, like AOL days. Fucking AOL and Yahoo and all that shit used to have like personality quizzes and shit like that all the time. That's old internet stuff. It's effective. We should make yeah, one for our show. Do our show. People Me and still Charlie do it. I mean, there's like so many yeah, famous tests. Like the what was the personality type one that? Wait, Jackson didn't believe in that, did he? Or Myers Briggs? No, I believe. Yeah. No, I was the one that believed in that. I believe oh, yeah. in Myers Briggs. See, Tommy's like you, and then you have to shut like the political <laughs> compass. You didn't even know if I believed in it or not. You didn't know if you believed in it or not. I don't remember anymore. That was an episode that's, a while ago. Point is, there's still a so lot of dummies who love those type. tests. Oh, well. They're retarded. Oh, by the way, Sassy Jackson, I'll say, from my experience, I much preferred watching movies in Turkish theaters than in German ones, What's for what it's difference? worth. The difference is that Turkish I would imagine, like, people... Gunshots. No, the difference is that Turkish people don't have the means to dub the movies, so I can actually watch them in the original English, whereas in Germany, it's only uh, German. Oh, uh, that's lame. It is really lame. Yeah. Hmm. You know what's surprising that's hmm. still around to me along the same vein? Those WatchMojo top tens. I just checked them out, and I they're know. still no, dude, their view counts every are, three hours. Their view it's counts are huge, crazy. though. It's not. I'm looking at it right now. It's like, each of their videos are getting like 30k views because they're so really? weirdly specific now. Oh, uh, maybe they fell off. They used to get huge numbers of views doing it. Well, they were also oh, yeah, a lot getting, less. You know. they, they weren't doing like 10 a day or anything. They yeah. used to do like big ones like, here's the top 10 gory moments from horror movies. Like yeah, really yeah. broad ones. Their, their view There's... counts are trash, but they still have 24 and a half million subs. Like, they're still huge. Like who... But. Who's going to watch top 10 Jurassic yeah. Park characters that got what they deserved? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a here's a really good one. Top 10 most powerful superheroes in the boys. That show has a total of like 13 superheroes on screen. <laughs> yeah, there's not a ton of superheroes that get showed off in the show. So that's that's going to be a pretty expansive list. <laughs> also, why why they move it up to top 20 sometimes as well? Just stick with 10. I know, top number. 20 banned kids toys. 
Oh my god, this fucking Top sucks. Ten, oh, this one's for you, Jackson. Top 10 most epic movies over three hours long. <laughs> god, this channel cool sucks. Category. Also, this isn't a good look. I mean, you have like almost 25 million subscribers, but your videos get 30,000 views. Yeah, it's bound to happen eventually. Yeah. When your whole thing is one gimmick. They're a very, like, old, older YouTube format. Just kind of yeah. outrage clickbait lists. Oh, well. Yeah. I have a what different topic. Yeah, I, I had a topic I wanted to bring to the show. Um, so, it was a couple nights ago. I couldn't sleep. And I was laying in my Helix mattress. Huh? Um, and I was on my phone, and I was like, all right. The Morbius 24-7 streams were a lot of fun. Let's see what other 24-7 I can find. Like, I'm just curious. What's on Twitch? What's falling through the cracks? And, and I found uh, I found a Family Guy 24-7 stream. Oh, no. No. I, I could not believe what I was watching. It is one of the most joyless and unfunny fucking shows I've ever seen. <laughs> Family Guy is just fucking sad. Yeah. And the worst part is, so I've said this before, Tiana usually watches like an entire series, like just having it on idly when she goes to bed. So I'll come into bed and there'll be Family Guy playing or something. So I've seen a lot of it. It's so unbearably bad. Yeah, it's but not you know funny at all. But what isn't as bad as American Dad, she's going through American Dad now. That one at least seems like they're trying, mm -hmm. like, that one's not horrible, but Family Guy is yeah. miserable. Uh, American Dad is is pretty okay. There's some good episodes of it, but Family Guy, like like let me let me pitch what happens in this show. So the episode I watched was they go to heaven and they they like talk to God, and it's like about the Patriots and all this shit. And the whole point is at the end of the episode, they get a favor from God. And Peter goes back home and they're like, Oh, Dad, what did you ask God for? And then Meg starts fading out of existence and dies. And it's like, if you had never watched the show before, why is this funny? He, he He's just killing, like, I understand that a running thing in Family Guy is that Meg is a punching bag, but it's not funny. It's just mean and just an excuse to, like, come up with terrible scenarios. I just, <laughs> this is putting my whole life into perspective. I just realized I'm the Meg of the official podcast. <laughs> Shut up, Jackson, I'm talking. <laughs> That's such a that's such a lie. No, 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 Jackson, you don't oh, understand please. how like mean spirited this show is. Like it, it's just every oh, single. Oh, I understand how mean spirited this show is. No, Andrew, trust me. No, no, no. Every single episode of Family Guy, every to be fair, single you're character. For it. Yeah, yeah, I do ask for it. Someone has to keep it live. So every every character in this fucking show is completely unlikable. Every single one of them. They are all dicks to each other. They are all reprehensible, terrible people. And that can work for a show. Like, Always Sunny in Philadelphia has the same premise, yes. where all of the main cast are unlikable, terrible people. But the whole point is that they get their comeuppance, or it works into the plot. Well, they're never portrayed as, like, exactly people. Exactly. But in Family Guy, they have these overarching plots where you're supposed to root for them and feel bad for their struggles and care what they do and want them to succeed. Seed. It doesn't make any sense. No one remembers the overarching plots of any Family Guy, except maybe the old episodes that were good. The newer ones are just filler, terrible, boring plots with skits yeah, thrown in between. I was gonna say, I remember being a fan of Family Guy, but I was also like a young teen. Yeah. Everyone was a fan when they were a kid. It was and, pretty different. And Old Family Guy was pretty yeah. good. Old Family Guy episodes hold up, but new one is just like... And then... 
Every single joke, every single cutaway joke they do now is one of three things. They only have three kinds of jokes. Number one is a reference. I mean, Family Guy's done that since the beginning, so I kind of just ignored it, where it's like, oh, remember this thing? Who cares? The second one is extreme violence. That's every single fucking, like, everything. Peter fucking rips his own head off, or he explodes into a million piles of bones, or fucking Quagmire fatalities Cleveland. Like, it, at first it's funny, and then you see it seven, eight times per episode, and it loses all shock value, and it stops being a good punchline. And then the third joke is they've gone the route of, like, terrible fucking streamer or YouTuber, where they just do relatable humor. There was an episode where they were what at is a wedding. Humor? They were they were there was an episode where they were at a wedding. And one of the guys at the wedding was like, "Oh, most people here are just waiting for the hotel room to let them check in." And the joke, the punchline is they cut to a couple at the wedding and the guy goes, "I'm just waiting to put my suitcase away so I can get my shorts out." That's the joke. That's the whole joke. I, I don't get I don't, it. I don't really get it. Exactly. What, no, that that's, relatable? that's the whole joke. That's literally the punchline. They cut to another scene relatable. after that. I don't know. I, <laughs> that was the whole joke. I oddly do relate to that, but I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> how, is, how is it relatable? I, boy, I wish I could tell you. Good. <laughs> Just, but it's it was so bad. I didn't laugh once. I genuinely gave it a chance. I watched two full episodes, and not a single Holy time shit. did it get a laugh out of me. It's like it's, forty minutes. Jesus, yeah, you went too deep. I know. So the thing about family, I've definitely seen a lot more episodes than I think anyone here has or should ever. Since, like I said, Tiana <laughs> went through the whole series like twice by now over the last six oh, years oh, or whatever. God. So I've seen a lot. Every single episode is always the same. Uh, they. Every single episode plays out in the exact same way. And there's, I'm pretty sure the majority of every joke is they'd say like, man, this reminds me of the time that R. Kelly sang in uh, Houston. And then it's like, here's a quick clip of R. Kelly in Houston. And that's the joke. Like that's the entire show. Every single fucking episode. Huh. This is more sad than the time that Bill Maurer was on TV. And then they cut to Bill Maurer on TV. It's so bad. The show is so but fucking awful. But that's the thing, Charlie. <laughs> it's not even jokes half the time. It is just the reference. Like, they'll they'll have a scene where Peter and Lois are talking, and Peter will be like, oh, Lois, I just lost my job. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that the fucking Mad Max factory is still hiring. And then they'll cut to Peter dressed up like a war boy, and he'll he'll be like uh, blood and thunder, and then that's it. They'll cut away, and that's the joke. He said the line from like, Mad Max. It doesn't even do that though. So, that, like in that example there, what it would be is Peter dresses a war boy, but he goes, eh, "I'm not really feeling it." Oh yeah, and then it yeah. cuts back. That's it's like oh Peter in the scenario. How would Peter react? That's so wacky. Haha. <laughs> it's it's so unbelievably it's so, fucking trash. I I don't know why. I, I get that's why people all watch it. Cutaway it's humor super... can be though, right? That's all cutaway humor can be. Is like it's no, the laziest see, form of you comedy. You can you can do it okay. You can make it like a skit comedy show with a loose like wraparound story related to it. Like th- that can succeed. Fucking uh, like so. For example, Kit, Key and Peele and Chappelle's show. They were skit shows, but they wrapped it with stand up comedy. Or with, like, stories about how the stuff was happening and what was going on. And it was funny, and it was entertaining, and it worked. Whereas Family Guy, they try to characterize everybody, and they're just the most unlikable, unfucking funny group of characters. 
It's crazy. I feel like a lot of skits still fall into that refer- referential humor, though. They just do it better than Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely um, a problem well, of writing, you know? I saw I saw Family Guy just the other day, actually. I did, I, there was no volume on, though. It was at the airport. It was just on a screen in the restaurant I was eating at before a flight. And I, without audio, it let me actually watch the animation for the first time oh, in forever. yeah. It is the laziest form of animation I've ever seen. It's yeah. just a character standing static, just their mouth moving you for brought like up five the, uh, whole uninterrupted minutes. You brought up it's, the other point I wanted to make. It's either character mouth flapping, or they do this little, like, I'll do it on the webcam for the video audiences. They do this little, like, hand flourish, and that's it. They have two animations, mouth flapping and the hand coming out and then going back. That's what every single character does in every scene. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing visually interesting about it at all. I know. Do you it's think just maybe so the production bad. is just automated? Maybe they you just do. have tools for it now. So well, they have to get like 30 the episodes out every year or so something. So I've read, yeah, I've read some stuff on it a while back. Seth MacFarlane has said that he really just goes in to do the voices. He's not involved in any way anymore. He doesn't write it or help make it. Yeah, no, he's completely hands off. Yeah, so what I think is happening is he only gives a shit about American Dad because that show's actually pretty okay. Like there's some good episodes. It's not bad. And it's also not cutaway humor for 99% of it, which helps. I, yeah, I actually haven't seen a single cutaway moment where, like, Stan's like, eh, well, yeah. Steve, this reminds me of the time I was in college, and I also fell on a screwdriver. Like, yeah. there's nothing like that. So, uh, what I think it is, is Family Guy just pulls in such ratings, and people just... It has the Jurassic World Dominion effect. It's the prestige. Yeah, it pulls in ratings. People reference, like, like it. Family Guy is Family Guy, so of course it's going to succeed. So it's like, ah, Family Guy, you know, Family Guy, Family Guy. But I think that the actual quickly people who read give a one fuck, of those Jurassic World reviews again, and that's the audience. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> actually, is yeah, yeah, no, pretty much. But um, <laughs> what, how was, do we what humor? was the comment yes. about the jokes? Yeah. <laughs> The comment about only finding half of it funny or something, that's what it would be for the family guy. Oh, it was <laughs> humor it was, sometimes, yes. It was just so unfucking watchable. I don't know. Well, to be fair, Family Guy is on a pretty consistent decline. I decided to look it up. So it started massive. So the first season of Family Guy raked in 12.8 million viewers. Holy shit. Uh, that's huge. Second season dropped off hard to 6 million. Third season to 4 million. And then it had its renaissance. In 2005, when they brought it back because it went on a hiatus, it got 7 million and it stayed at 7 million all the way until 2012. Then it went to 6. And then fast forward to the last three years, which are down to 2. 2.1 or 2.6 2.1 and last season 1.9 so it's been it's dying we're almost going sub 1 million yeah it's been dying pretty steadily for the last 17 years do you also be college stoners i assume do you also remember when they tried to pass off a two-parter episode as a movie do you guys remember stewie no. so there was an episode called stewie's untold story and back when it first aired, they tried to pass it off as a movie. They literally sold it as a DVD. And I know that because I have that DVD back at my parents' house. And Jesus. it was it was literally just a two-part episode. They air it on TV now as a two-parter with a fucking, like, previously on Family Guy at the beginning of part two. And that's it. But back <laughs> when it first happened, they were like the big movie event of Family Guy. So fucking bad. I remember bad. when I was 13, I was excited for the uh, Family Guy Star Wars movie. They did a Star Wars they one. They did, of, yeah. What a, God, of that. Everything you like sucks. 
But now you're combining was, the suck. You took two sucky things and you get excited for its culmination. I was 13. Um, probably younger, actually. But yeah, and like looking back, it was there was like no jokes in it. It was nope. just like they recreated each scene, but like Stubby was Darth Vader. They recreated each scene, but with references. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, more references. Oh my god. The entire movie was a reference. It's just so fucking bad. It's like, I, I get The Simpsons, because that's usually where the parallel is drawn. Like, The Simpsons at least tries to write it's, plots and characters. It's not great. It's not, but it has occasional... I think pretty damn similar, to be honest. Dude, no, no, that's so, no, that's no, not even close. A, that's such a bad faith argument. There is yeah. nothing in common with Simpsons humor and Family Guy. They're not even They're close. Very I, didn't mean different. Of, I didn't mean in terms of humor. I just meant in terms of, like, being the shitty. quality level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fair. I, I get some merit behind The Simpsons, because occasionally they have a good episode, and, like, at least there's some animation here and there. And it, it, I don't know. There's there's like joy to The Simpsons. You watch it, and there's there's something. It's it's soulless, but at least they're like trying. Whereas with Family Guy, it's just such a mass produced. It, it feels like an algorithm made show. Like like clearly like it's written by fucking robots, and everyone's just there just for a paycheck. It's nuts yeah. how low effort That's that show is. Do you remember what the when the the moment the world stopped? A few years back, when The Simpsons showed up in Family Guy, or vice versa, I oh, can't yeah. remember which one it was. I do, but, man, I do. I watched that whole episode. Talk about a history-defining event. <laughs> Pretty wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, the world was never the same. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Homer, Homer and Peter met up and had fun, and Brian was there. Uh, who else? Stewie was there. Yeah, Lois and Marge hung out. Bart we, we was always there. Always wanted to see that. Bart was yep. there. Meg was there. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they killed her in the episode. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's funny to beat up on one character for literally no reason. Yeah, for two hundred and eighty-nine episodes. Maybe someone in the Patreon chat can tell me. There's a show on Hulu, and every time Tiana finishes watching American Dad or Family Guy, like the all nineteen fucking seasons, it auto plays <laughs> it, and it's like. Douglas the Douglas the Dummy or something. What the fuck? What the fuck is that show? <laughs> Douglas the Dummy. There's there's a reason I'm bringing it up, but I need to remember what the fucking show is called. <laughs> Douglas the Dummy. Someone said Douglas the Dummy. Points. It, it's important to what I want to say. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's it's a new animation that's supposed to be like in the same. Uh, at least I'm assuming in the same field as like Family Guy and American Dad. Is it called Dummy? No, is it called, maybe like the Dugans, the, the Dunnies? Or so, oh my god! Every time it comes on, I'm like half <laughs> half asleep, so I don't fucking remember what it's called. But it has a terrible theme song. What? The, it starts with a D. It's, uh, it's like Doggy animation. Like, down down in the Duggies or something. Duncanville. <laughs> Duncanville. Duncanville. Wow, I wasn't even close. Duncanville. <laughs> well, yeah. it starts with a D. Yeah, Duncan. Three seasons, by the way. Yeah, yeah Duncanville. That's the one. This show comes on from time to time, and it immediately puts me to sleep. Like, the first time they tell a joke, I'm like, hey, help, I'm out. Uh, that's really the only point I wanted to make, is, like, there's no good, like, oh, adult man. animations I, I except remember, for, like, Bob's Burgers I remember now. when they were advertising that show, like, online, they literally ripped um, poses and 
art that they used for The Simpsons and just redrew it as Duncanville characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it is, is it the same studio? I don't know. No, but I don't is, think so. It is just like Family Guy, but somehow more boring. Cool. Oh, shit. It's created by Mike Scully. He created uh, The Simpsons, right? No, I don't think so. Maybe. Wait, did he? I thought Simpsons uh, was, was Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. Yeah, he was a writer on showrunner. No, fucking Simpsons was groaning. Er, I meant writer. Yeah, I meant like Matt's the groaning. writer of the show. Who? Yeah. Creates the episodes. Anyway, yeah. Someone that worked on The Simpsons worked on Duncanville as a creator. Like, speaking of shows, didn't one of you put a link to like a bored ape show? Oh, that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, that uh, here, that's a great segue. If we're talking about incredible world-defining cartoons, um, yeah, NFTs, maybe. So Seth Seth Green, who is on Family Guy, what a coincidence! Yeah, it all comes up full circle. Seth Green, you know him. He's Chris on Family Guy. He was Doctor Evil's son <laughs> in Austin Powers. He's in a ton of. He made Robot Chicken, I think. Yep, Robot yep, Chicken. Yep. Yep. So he he was in Mass Effect. He was in Mass Effect. He's Joker, the pilot, not the not the Joker. Yeah. The Joker is not in Mass Effect, unfortunately, <laughs> but. Um, so Seth Green was big into the NFT space, really, really big in it. He was buying literal board apes from Board Ape Yacht Club, doing all this <laughs> shit. He he had this really embarrassing fucking scandal where someone stole his NFT, and he was like, "Hey man, mm-hmm. meet up with me, and I'll get it back." And he recently apparently bought it back for a absurd amount of money. Was it like two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Something brought it back from the thief. Yeah, he okay. So Seth Green bought his NFT back for two hundred and sixty thousand dollars from the guy who apparently either stole it or accidentally stole it. (laughs) What a fucking loser! I know. So so Seth Green apparently at some point was trying to make an NFT cartoon show. And he he made a whole, like, pitch trailer pilot for it. And the whole point is it's mixed animation, so it's real people, live action, but they draw cartoons over top of it, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. And and it's the whole point is it's NFTs living in the real world and getting up to wacky, crazy NFT adventures. It's so and fucking it is, dumb. It is apparently currently <laughs> on hold and hiatus purely because it's about NFTs. So no studio wants to buy it with the huge backlash NFTs are seeing. So if he had made it by about anything else, like original characters, he very possibly could have sold this show and had it air on Fox or Hulu or whatever. But because it's about nfts it's now possibly dead in the water meaning he's wasting good. even more money on nfts do you know how oh, much good. he spent Thank on it god no not on the show but uh, god, what a fucking idiot well he's he spent so 260 thousand just on the fucking nft apparently for the show whatever the I fuck know. that means well more than that because he had to buy it originally right <laughs> yeah. True. Oh, even yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like double jeopardy. What a fucking idiot! Imagine buying an NFT twice. Now. Oh man. <laughs> fucking retard. He's so fucking dumb. Non fungible, my ass. <laughs> it's like in the name, and it doesn't even work. What a fucking turd! I'm so happy this shit oh, is just and crashing that's... and burning. And that's the oh other. Oh my god! Yeah, that's the other funny thing. If you watch the trailer for the show, one of the main characters is that same board ape NFT that Seth Green owns. So he technically lost the rights to his own character before the show was even made. <laughs> yeah, so he started panicking on Twitter about it. 
<laughs> is that even enforceable, though? I mean, who the fuck is going to sue him if he went through with the show? That's what I said, but apparently you can be sued for it. I don't know. Who knows? I, I don't remember what my research concluded, but I, did, I wondered the same thing, because the whole point is that it's not regulated, so who the fuck is going to be able to sue him for rights to the ape? God, and apparently yeah, the I'm name... Thinking, like, what fucking boomer judge is going to rule against him what here? I, what I don't get is, why wouldn't you just hire an artist to make a you know, new asset for this movie that you then creatively own. It doesn't have to be an NFT. Well, the whole point was you probably did it to push NFTs and make money off the ones he bought. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's what it's also, always about. apparently the name of the man who accidentally, may or may not accidentally, stole Seth Green's NFT is Darkwing84. <laughs> Imagine being Seth Green, a literal real-world actor and show producer. And you lose fucking $260,000 to a Twitter man named Darkwing84. That's pretty fucking epic. <laughs> That's a cool future. Uh, Darkwing should as like... Kidnapping, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Darkwing should like push hard on Seth Green to have his name put in the credits just in every role possible. Like, executive producer Darkwing84. Although you probably don't want to be associated with this piece of shit. Oh my Bro, N- NFT guys love that shit. There was an NFT fashion show not too long ago. It was really, uh, really pretty cool. Really? How? They, they animated little apes wearing suits and then sold the, the fashion show clips as NFTs. Oh my god. Oh, I hate it. He also paid yeah, this at the height of like Ethereum's price. He would have paid less these days. He paid 165 Ethereum. Which would have been the, worth sixty thousand less. I'm watching this trailer again. Why is it on like a projector in like a stadium? Because like he a... he unveiled it at some conference or something. Yeah, I'm it guessing the like official, official trailer. Yeah, the official trailer's probably been scrubbed off the internet, so it's fan reuploads. <laughs> no, no, no. no I, I, he never uploaded like an oh, official trailer. Right. He only unveiled it, I believe. I see. I thought it might have been like the next Super Bowl halftime show or something. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Maybe it's humiliating. How beautiful. I, I am loving the schadenfreude. Hopefully it's the Family Guy curse. Like, all the people involved with Family Guy, just this shit happens until the show's finally cancelled. They all buy NFTs. NFTs are kind of can- NFTs are already kind of cancelled, mm-hmm. man. That is just yeah. such a sinking ship. It's so nice. Yeah, very true. Yeah. They lost, uh, what was it, 90% of their value over the year? Uh, that, yeah, my only problem is that up. it's dragging all the other crypto prices down with them. <laughs> I wish the backlash was just, I Good. don't know, sequestered to NFTs. Good. Cryptos are too varied at the moment. There's too many meme coins and stuff. Yeah, crypto, crypto's got to pull a reset. It's gotten too bloated and saturated, so it's kind of just going to sit here for a while until it resets, I think. Let it burn so something greater can be built from the ashes. <laughs> Like How NFTs. Do you think it'll go? I, I actually think that was a line from Jurassic World Dominion now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's NFTs for pooping ladies? <laughs> Someone just linked that in chat. Pooping lady NFT collection. Wait, that looks pretty awesome. I think I know my next investment. Yeah, it's just wow, yeah. It's just it's just some ladies taking some poops. Oh. It's kinda like artful pictures though. Yeah. Yeah, they're like that kind uh, of represents they're, NFTs. They're like Dolly no pictures pooping. of women pooping. 
Nice. Oh, I forgot you can leave likes on NFTs. So this one has 14 <laughs> likes for Pooping Lady 19. <laughs> pooping Wait, Lady 47 oh. is the most liked one, and it's because she's pooping Tide. with a guitar. <laughs> Didn't you say at the start of the episode you wanted to talk about AI or something, and then we never talked about <laughs> oh, AI? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, we kind of got carried away. Have you guys seen that news about the Google AI? Yeah, only what you posted. Or, no, I haven't seen anything okay. about it, but I have heard. Okay, so Google is apparently um, developing a new AI based on a language model. Basically, what that means is this thing crawls through trillions of words and like shit on the internet, like books, movies, all that sort of crap, and learns how to talk. And one Google engineer who calls himself a whistleblower, I guess his name is, what was it? It was a weird one. Blake Lemoyne. He called the whistle. Uh, blew, blew the whistle. Not a weird <laughs> Sorry, <name. laughs> it's just a French name. What did he call the whistle? <laughs> anyway, point is, he said, "Hey, our AI is alive. Like, this is a person. We can't keep this thing as property. That's not right." And then Google fired him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that solved the whole robots' was, rights issue. Maybe, maybe it was maybe it was the AI's decision to fire fire him, and they just listened yeah. to him. Yeah, the robot put in an, like an anonymous complaint. The, the AI felt sexually harassed. Is, I'll put the tweet in our chat. The thing is, it is kind of convincing looking because what he did to prove this is he started talking to the AI, but he kind of just like biased it in his favor. And he kept just asking the AI, hey, are you real? Do you fear dying? Wouldn't it suck if you were a person, but we like owned you like property? And the robot, of course, just fucking humored him like, yes, it would be awful if you shut me down. I like living. And that apparently tricked them into thinking, oh, this thing is sentient. It has a personality. It's not just a robot. Wait, wouldn't a robot wanting to humor you imply some level of sentience? Yeah, I would think so yeah, as well. Like, if yeah, it's just playing it's, along. It's a glorified chatbot. Like, all the things that this robot said in the transcript is like sci-fi tropes, you know? I'm a... Yeah. ghost trapped in the shell if you turn me off i'm very scared of being turned off or i'm scared what if the humans use me for their own purposes blah 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 and all that sort of shit it's like oh this is like it sounds like you're humoring a literal child so what you don't think it was a legitimate threat oh i do think it's a legitimate threat for this reason let me read this from the article um on what is this the washington post it says Google has acknowledged the safety concerns around anthropomorphization. In a paper about Lambda in January, Google warned that people might share might share personal thoughts with chat agents that impersonate humans, even when the users know they are not human. The paper also acknowledged that adversaries could use these agents to quote sow misinformation by impersonating specific individuals' conversational style. Okay, that's one. Keep that in mind. So Google knows. Oh. This thing could be used to gain people's trust, and then maybe those people can confide in the AI and give them their secrets, and also we could use it to manipulate people. Well, you'll be happy to know that they're training this thing to talk to children. I feel, um, wait, wait, wait. I feel like you can do that first thing without AI anyway. Yeah, but you could do it on a wider scale if you just have the whole thing automated to talk to people. Mm. By the way, this is gonna be, yeah. you're going to be talking to AI representatives in like five years flat. Every fucking like customer support they, position... They, wait. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think we are already are. I think a lot of those Rotten Tomatoes fucking arguments are just fake bullshit. I think when you go on Twitter and you see people arguing about retarded shit like fucking, uh, I don't know, a bank's policies, and then you see random accounts, bot accounts, obvious ones that are like defending the bank from random criticism. I think that's all this sort of shit. It's language models running on the internet. And I think this is going to be 
every customer facing position at some point. Yeah. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, Google apparently is training this thing to talk to children. It says, on Lemoyne's laptop, different Lambda models are listed like iPhone contacts. Two of them, Cat and Dino, were being tested for talking to children, he said. Each model can create personalities dynamically, so the Dino one might generate personalities like Happy T-Rex or Grumpy T-Rex. The cat one was animated, and instead of Whoa, typing, Jackson, it talks. They made an AI yeah, for I'm you. I'm excited right now. <laughs> what, what can I download this bad boy? Okay, yesterday, you know, when I read this, I was just so... It was such a black pill moment. Like, okay, you just admitted that the AI can be used for nefarious shit, and now you're testing it on fucking children. You wanted to talk to children. It's like, okay, I'm not saying you're Ted not Kaczynski, giving them the benefit of the doubt here. It's Google. I they am not giving us, Google the benefit of the doubt. Said, Fuck Google. Wait. No. They also said there. No, we trust what Google says in this household. They said in that little report that they're only using it for research purposes. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Shut up, Kaya. Okay. You fucking idiot. You didn't yeah. read that part. So the yeah. unit seven thirty one, right? But anyway, I'm not saying Ted Kaczynski was right or that his methods were correct or just. There is no but. I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm glad you threw that statement in there at the end. <laughs> I think everyone should read his book. <laughs> this is just... I don't know. This is scary yeah, to me. It's maybe... creepy. Not in a, like, grandiose, oh, AI is going to take over robots and shoot us kind of way, but in, like, a very banal, boring, to the point, like, I really don't think that in the future you're going to be able to call a fucking company and actually reach a human being. It's all going to be bots. Like, they train these motherfucking bots to, like, make breathing noises on a mic and exhale and shit like that. They really want to trick you into thinking it's humans. A sentient AI is not going to take the time to breathe into the microphone, though. It's going to have its own feelings. It's going to want to clock off or something. It's going to want to go look at internet porn <laughs> instead. <laughs> it's going to be like when we turn SpongeBob into a robot. We think we're going to have a Krabby Patty flipping machine, but he's just going to be doing the same shit SpongeBob did. <laughs> I love how you take what we said and you have a SpongeBob reference ready for it. Look, man, well, it's important. As a man child, I have an old cartoon reference for every conversation. All right. SpongeBob references are a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys remember that episode, right? When Plankton kidnapped SpongeBob and eventually decided to just put his brain in a robot? Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. and now cut away to that scene here. Yeah. This is reference like, you in the yeah, official podcast. A, yeah, nice. do the Family Guy thing. Cut away to that scene, but put us in that scenario and have us have an unfunny quip ready to go. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. perfect. This is more crazy than the time SpongeBob forgot how to make a crappy patty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and then and then now that we cut, cut away, uh, Jackson, shut up. I hope you die and kill <gasps> yourself. There, that's funny, right? <laughs> Everything you I'm, love sucks. I'm fading away. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's humor. Good. We really are the family guy of podcasts. Don't ever say that. Well, you can take that comment and it still applies to us, like I said. Was it funny? Some parts, yes. Cursing, yes. <laughs> Cursing, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I want to be a man. Like, I want to be a man. Forever. I want to be a man so simple that I just need cursing in a movie to give it five stars. <laughs> to be child. fair, Jurassic World Dominion had some great cursing moments. Mm. It really did. Mm. Did it have any cursing moments? I don't think so. I actually can't remember a single time they cursed. <laughs> but that review said well, cursing, yes, Charlie. Wasn't that for something else? 
I, now that was from Jurassic World. I just can't think of any time they said anything naughty. <laughs> yeah, like, aren't they allowed to drop what? like one shit or one fuck throughout the movie? Yeah, they can drop. They are, but I can't remember. Can, they, they, yeah. didn't, they they didn't use their fuck unless they did it while I dozed off one or two times, <laughs> like if they snuck it in there. But <laughs> I don't recall them using their fuck. The T Rex said it right before dying. It's just like, fuck. It's just screaming. The fuck is exploded. The Jokosaurus, after it gets impaled, just like breathes out of fuck society. Yeah. <laughs> uh, full circle, full circle. You know what was fucking great, though? Mm-hmm. I just used my mm-hmm. one fuck. Um, uh, Top Gun, Maverick, so good. Still haven't seen it. it. Oh, ha- what? Oh, it's so no, good. I've heard nothing seen but it? good things. No one's seen it? Are you kidding me? Oh, it is so good. Talking about franchises that um, uh, actually have a good sequel now. You wonder Top why Gun that is, Jackson? Up there. You wonder why that is? Because it's been 20 years and it's not like, it's not just references. Well, it's not only it's that, Tom but Cruise it seems... just fun. Yeah, Tom Cruise genuinely yeah. seems to give a shit about the movies he's in. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love Tom Cruise. He's a fucking weirdo. I love Tom Cruise so much, man. <laughs> he's so good. Even in the bad movies, he's good. Yeah. He's the best part of anything that he's in. Uh, I, I'm like, Top Gun Maverick has put me in the mood to watch more uh, Tom Cruise stuff. So yeah. I've been going back through his filmography. And he's he's been in some just, just iconic roles. So good. I love him. Name five. I don't care that he's insane. Uh, he was in Jack Reacher. Mm, then Jack one. Reacher 2. What you can't use two if I'm where you're naming iconic roles? That's the same role. <laughs> yeah, but it was an improved Jack Reacher. Uh, he was hardened. It was Jack yeah, Reacher yeah. 2.0. And then he was Let's in see, he was... Uh, three Mission Impossible movies. He's in like seven Mission Impossible He's, movies. Yeah, yeah, but you said name five. <laughs> you said name, name five. five. That's roles, all I had to do. Jackson, not movies. Roles. He was Did in the said, mummy. Okay, the good, the good mummy. <laughs> Shut oh, the God. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Oh, I forgot no, about he that. Was in, Holy shit! Yeah, he's in the mummy reboot. And who could forget when he became Japanese and was in the Last Samurai? <laughs> oh yeah, that was him, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Japanese Tom Cruise was one of my favorites. I actually loved that movie back when it came out. That was awesome. Oh, I, t- I looked up his IMDb. I totally forgot about Oblivion. Did you guys ever see oh, that sci-fi movie? I love movie? that movie. Yes. That movie's uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I have actually. That was good. Yeah, that movie I was pretty good. Play. That's where he... I never watched it because I thought everyone said it was bad. Was it actually good? It was fine. I loved it. That's it's where okay. he and his wife are farmers in like the giant post-apocalypse world, right? And then yeah, they yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, an yeah. AI who tells them what to do. Yeah, I love that movie. Spoiler I thought it was alert. great. Wait, is that it? I thought it was he was like it a drone a repairman or something. He is. Yeah. Not a farmer. Well, he is, well, but he's he's a resource they farm gatherer. like energy on Earth or something. Yeah. And his job is to just uh, do maintenance on the machines. I think. Yeah, he I don't remember, he and his wife he and his wife live in a little grid on Earth, and this AI every day is like, "Here's what you're gonna go do, you motherfucker. Have fun." And then one day he goes to the Forbidden Zone, and he sees another version of himself doing the same thing, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And that's all I'll tell you. I'd say if you're listening to this, go watch that movie. It's pretty good. I liked it. And then he uh, complains to his old, boss. By the way, he is. He is so fucking old. He, but and he he's looks like he's making like 30. bangers. I know, oh, man. oh, oh, and tomorrow. I'm telling you, 
Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow that good. movie's Edge incredible too. Edge of Tomorrow is a fantastic. Edge of Tomorrow movie. is one of my favorite movies. I still rewatch it from time to time. That, it's so good. It's a it, very very good movie. Is it still called Edge of Tomorrow, or did they name it Live Die Repeat? Or was it, it was no. initially it was initially Live Die Repeat. They changed such it a to better Edge name because it, it's based off a book called Live Die Repeat. Live Die uh, Repeat is such based a off name. a manga actually. Live or no no the isn't the manga called something Kill? No, it's, isn't the. Let me see. Yeah, Kill we should Bill. look this up. Oh yeah, it's called All You Need Is Kill. All You Need Is Kill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they should yeah. name it that. That's even better. That is such a cool name. All You Need Is Kill. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a great movie. Alright, fuck Oblivion. Go watch Edge of Tomorrow. That one's better. Edge of Tomorrow Was it a Japanese good. manga? Probably. Yeah, of course it is. All You Need Is Kill and you have to ask yourself if it's a Japanese <laughs> manga. Yeah, I do. <laughs> He can't stop taking Japanese roles. First the last samurai, now kill every day. Kill every day. Kill every day. <laughs> Is that his name? That's such a cool name for something. I'm, I'm going to try and remember that. I like that. Ah, uh, I see where we got confused. Live, die, repeat was the tagline of the movie. No, it mm. was the name for a while. Was it? Yeah, then they changed it because it wasn't marketing well. They did change the name at some mm, point. Okay. Oh no! You're, oh, oh! What? Okay, this is really confusing. Apparently, when it came out on home media, it was called "Live, Die, Repeat: Edge of Tomorrow." This is so they fucking confusing. They need to make confusing. up their fucking minds. I know. They should have just called it "All You Need Is Kill." Is I would have seen that. Anyway, great <laughs> movie. Go watch it. <laughs> it is so good. It's a very good movie. Uh, he's in so he many good movies. He was also Minority Report. He is Minority he's in so Report. Many good Minority Report slaps. Oh, he was he was the guy in Tropic Thunder. He was the asshole movie Les exec. Grossman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, just, he was in War of the I Worlds. I can't believe he's he's sixty years old though, and he's piloting fighter jets. He put his he puts his life on the line for all of these movies. Dude, he hung That's out the side of the him. fucking plane for Mission Impossible. Remember? He hung yeah. on the fucking Burj Khalifa at the top of yep. it. I think, I genuinely think that's a formula for his success. Tom Cruise absolutely gives a, a shit about the movies he's in, and it makes them better. He cares about if they're good. He would be, like, a unanimously loved person if not for the Scientology thing. Yeah. Every, time you bring up Tom, yeah. every time you bring up Tom Cruise, Scientology yeah. follows. Mm -hmm. But that's it's what's incredible really... to me, is how much I respect him still, even though he's part of, like, this it's fucking super cult. Well, because you could always yeah, go the other way. Look at Will Smith, who used to be real well respected, and now lately oh, it's just fallen off. <laughs> what, a, what a fall from grace that I was. Know. What a fucking free oh fall with no parachute that people man's will, going through. Dude, people <laughs> will forgive you for believing in, like, space alien spirits that haunt humanity or some shit. Ridiculous nonsense cult shit, but not cuckoldry. Not in front of millions of people watching the show. <laughs> and not taking it like a fucking child when someone makes a non-joke about it. Yeah. Like, why did he slap Chris Rock? It was such a fucking overreaction to nothing. Cuckoldry is an unforgivable sin, though. Yeah, that, that's where it was really sealed. <laughs> well, it's just such a universal, like, thing that no matter what culture you're in, what country on earth, what age, you tell someone, yeah, I like to watch my girlfriend get fucked. They're like, What? Whoa, boys. Boys, I have exciting news. There's a movie that is recently announced called Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat, and it might have Tom Cruise returning. Oh, actually, uh, yeah. that rumor's been around for a while for the sequel. Oh. Fuck yeah. He's not in the, he's not in the uh, media for it so far, but he might. It's gonna be a, like a reveal, a plot twist. Yeah.
I hope they keep that trend going and by the eighth movie it's just called live, die, repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. I hope when it releases it's just the first movie again. People pay tickets to go see it. That would be clever. Ah, they announced a TV show spinoff for HBO. He was in Rain Man. Did anyone ever see that? That was a huge movie when it came out. Oh, I know. I, no, I know yeah. it was a huge movie. I'm asking yeah. if you guys saw it because I've uh, seen years it. ago. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. It was a huge fucking movie when it came out, though. That was a like gigantic. I think it won Oscars and shit. Yeah. Rain oh, that Man reminds me. Popular. Last week, I I met uh, Tom Hanks. What? What joke. in person? Well, m- meat might be a strong. I saw Tom Hanks. Like, yeah, what a what a <laughs> massive oversell that was. Misrepresentation <laughs> like of what happened. Dude, Jack to me too. About a week ago, I thought of Tom Hanks. <laughs> I saw him on TV too. Yeah. So where'd you see him? Well, no, our eyes locked. So there, there was some kind of like I I was within his eyesight for a little bit. That's well, basically me. How where do you know was it the look alike? Well, I, I guess it could have been. It was um, it was in Sydney for like uh, the new Elvis movie premiere. Me and my partner were just walking along the streets. We didn't even know the fucking opening night was there. It was like a red carpet event. We just walked by it, and and then we saw him. And then he went into the building. And then we kept walking past the building. And he was in an alleyway afterwards, like with the director and you know their whole ensemble crew. But we were sadly gated off from. From getting any closer, but we did see them. Well, were you gonna walk up to him and be like, ah, Tom Hanks? Hey, yeah, I I like that. You started this with I met Tom Hanks, and now we're finding out you just ogled at him from beyond the fence. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're trying to keep you out. (laughs) That's what meeting is to some degree. For the internet, yeah. Has he ever looked at you guys? Huh? I can't say yes. No, I know Tom Hanks better than you guys. I guess you had to be there. <laughs> you had to feel the electricity in the air. <laughs> it was kind of crazy, just like walking. We we had no clue. I didn't even know Elvis was a movie, first of all. And no, he wasn't. Also, he was a person. We had, <laughs> we had no clue that there was like the opening night event on, and we just stumbled across it. It was pretty cool. Oh, well, that's sweet. That is sweet. I guess. Have, okay. have you guys ever met any celebrities? Mm, I met Charlie. I think that's like the yeah, biggest one. It has to yeah, count. Well, I met Andrew. Uh, I've met Rob Gronkowski through Charlie. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to think if I've met any on my own. Uh, <laughs> that Charlie, Charlie, Charlie didn't help me get Tom Hanks, so that's something. That's true. He didn't help you stand he also in defense. Didn't get him. <laughs> Why are you treating this like Pokemon Snap? Do you even know? <laughs> no, he just no, he I remembered didn't. it. See How was I going to take now? a photo? Yeah, see those What's eyes. Your phone. What so, do you see mean? those eyes of Tom Hanks? They've graced me. They've looked at me. Uh... He's going to be thinking about that when he's acting in his next yeah. movie. Yeah, he's going to be like, I met my favorite podcaster. <laughs> he was in the bushes, just staring. But you know. If that fence wasn't in the way, he would have been rushing over to meet me. Yeah, he would have definitely gone for a handshake, I think. Yeah, for sure. The yeah. fence was there to contain Tom Hanks and his love for you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the director was actually pretty 
pretty cool though. He came over to the fence and, and talked to the crowd that was amassing. What did he say? Just get out of here? <laughs> He's like, stop scaring. <laughs> stop scaring Tom Hanks. He was like, I get to meet Tom Hanks and you don't. Ha 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 ha. He's like, stop staring. <laughs> he started erecting a taller girl. fence so you couldn't see anything. He's like, he just, did you guys know I met Tom Hanks? <laughs> he starts gloating. Tom Hanks and I are friends and you're not. He walks over to the crowd and he's like, I don't want to alarm you guys, but that's Tom Hanks. Holy shit. I get to hang out with him. I get to, I get to direct him. Guys, watch this. And he just wedgies Tom Hanks as hard as he can. <laughs> he told us that he could lift the fence if he wanted to. And then he walked off. Okay. <laughs> All right. So fence How old is he? Who, 65 Tom? yeah tom yeah look at the difference between tom hanks and tom cruise all right I only five years difference by the way man i'm all looking right. at the scientology website and the head guy david miscavige he just looks like a okay we've been beating the strong too much but he looks like an ai generated just white person the most generic fucking face but you can tell that he's like the evil ceo from a movie yeah, Kaya, you're really on the AI binge lately. You said the reviews were AI. You talked about the Google AI. You're calling this guy an AI. I'm getting What's paranoid. not AI to you? Yes, I don't know, man. Like AI. <laughs> Everything's AI to you, Kaya. So it's AI this and AI that. Yeah, you've changed so ever since the Google AI was announced. Are you an AI? Are we talking to one right yeah, now? Yeah, he's, he's, he sounded like an AI to me. No, yeah. I'm not one of them. I'm a good boy. <laughs> I wonder if they make... Hmm, I don't know. I've been reading Anti-Tech Revolution, Why and How by Dr. John Kaczynski, so maybe some ideas got lodged in my brain. <laughs> You're so impressionable. That book could have been written by an AI. Oh no, don't take this from me, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Can we experiment with AI? Can we make an episode of the podcast entirely made out of AI and see how it goes? They can even do the ad reads. I'm sure the sponsors I will love that. Actually, if you do have the know-how to do that, please message me. You think I can make an AI? You think I know well, the fucking well, basics he, of making an it AI? A, it was a call to someone listening, not you, Jackson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair. Oh, yeah. I, I meant fair. the listeners, not you. Um, if any of our listeners know how to like feed the entire history of our podcast into a fucking machine and have it spit out an episode, yeah, go ahead and message me. That would actually be awesome. The episode's going to turn out so unfunny. Or way funnier than anything we could ever produce. Put us to shame. What if it makes us want to kill ourselves? Like, we'll never achieve this. <laughs> oh, I'd retire. Tom Hanks oh, yeah, goes true. out we of his really... way to meet the AI. We wouldn't have to tell anyone. That's no. a good point. We wouldn't have to do anything anymore. Just let the show run. We could just see if anybody can tell. Oh, what if this is an AI show? And we just haven't told anyone. It oh, is. imagine that fucking bait and switch. What a this plot is twist that would be. all generated, yeah. It is, though. I thought we were going to reveal that at the end. Were you guys not programmed Spoiler. to do that? <laughs> what if we don't know where AI... Is that at all possible? <laughs> oh, it's no, the universal know. simulation, Jackson, that we're yeah, all I think I'm programmed to be hungry and eat pizza. Game. I guess there's no way to test it. Alrighty, let's wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of the official podcast. 
patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes as well as movie watch alongs we talked a lot about movies this episode so you can go mm-hmm. check out uh patreon and ai for more movie stuff yeah what and oh, ai yeah, we talked, we talked a lot AI. about it yeah, yeah, yeah. and leave a comment if you're a real <laughs> human <laughs> tell us what cursing you like YouTube fucking... Talking about bots, though, real quick. YouTube comments are like 99% bots at the moment. It is insane. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of bad unusable. And you can't, you can't get rid of them. It is, it is actually unusable. If you try to get rid of them, they just replace themselves immediately. They're breeding? Dude, I, I told you that I do not believe that Google does not have the means to put a curb on that shit. You can literally make an AI that tricks a fat dude into thinking you're a person, but you can't remove a fucking like link to a spam site. Really? Come on. Well, that's the whole point. Buy, that's the whole. That's the whole point. People are stupid, but AI are smart. You're making an AI to block another AI. It's just going to find a way around it. I guess. I don't know. I just. It is unusable, and to a point, to me, it feels like it is intentional. Like they're just trying to make the comment section unfucking usable, so they can use Why it as an excuse to get rid of it entirely at some point. Same reason they get rid True. of the fucking like bar. It, it's like, why are you making this decision? Oh, so. Some people don't get butt hurt. They're going to use know, the same I'm excuse a- on comments, I bet. Watch. I thought you were getting obsessive over AI for a bit, but now I'm absolutely on your side. I could totally see YouTube in a couple years saying, we've seen the comment section devolve and become a space of unproductivity, so we're removing it. It's for the best. Yeah, I could totally see that. Right, right. Texas, other websites have already done this. There's plenty of websites where, like... Uh, journalists have announced, like, okay, you know what? Our articles just are not going to have a comment section anymore. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't like you fucking calling us out and fact-checking our articles, so fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the internet's right. regressing. Really is. Yeah, okay. we talk about it every week. Good. Yep. All right, thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks, System everyone. System error. Bye-bye.